She helped me park my car, though. So Did she? I mean, yeah. it's because... I thought you had a Tesla. That shit parks itself. Tesla doesn't park itself. Nah, yeah, I guess... It drives I itself, oh. but doesn't know how to park. That's pretty dumb. It's pretty dumb. <laughs> Wait, so it doesn't park itself? I don't think so. I've never tried. Holy fuck, bro. That's so... I, I mean, what do you do? Cool. You hold the button down and go, park yourself, yeah. and it just doesn't do anything. <laughs> <laughs> it does do some shit, though. Like what? Well, you know, it does... It, it farts all over you, which is fun. Right. I came in your car... Oh, hey, yo. Wait, whoa, I, whoa, I, whoa. I still can't get it out of this leather, man. <laughs> I meant to say, I Bro. went in your car and um, you played the little fireplace. You put, this is not going to go. <laughs> you know what? Damn it. Gianni's so potent that he came in my car. And then three days later, I had a girl in the car and she got pregnant. <laughs> Damn it, dude. What the f? Buy breakfast. Buy breakfast. Day one, day one. Okay. Here, we gotta introduce, we gotta introduce Shane Johnson. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. Nobody knows Shane. They know yeah, Cooper Sacks. They, know Sacks. they don't fucking know. And Shane. that's why the Cooper Sacks character is hated. But really, Shane is the most loved person on every set besides me. Um, no, Shane is the most loved person in the entire universe. I've never met one person who doesn't have the best things to say about him. Um, one of the most talented people I've ever worked with. Um, was really a mentor for me for like years. Um, when I, you know, was coming up, we'd call each other all the time and he really, he really helped me a lot. So, um, thank you for that, Shane. And thank you for coming today for the podcast. 100%, thank you. Yes. And, um, I, I didn't know pe people don't like Cooper Sacks. Yeah, yeah. If, I don't know if you've ever been on the internet, but it's not great for you, man. I fucking hate you. Dude, I invented the internet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's pretty it, wild. There's a lot, a lot of hate thrown my way, which right. is, which is fine. Right. I mean, I, you know, at first it wasn't. At first, that that shit's hard to 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 deal with. At first, because I had just gotten onto Instagram too. I was like, "Well, I guess I got to do this shit." Right? Because we're talking a decade ago. Yeah, damn near. And yeah. people weren't really, at least people my age, were not fucking with it, with Instagram. Can we swear right. on here? Yeah, yeah. Fuck so man. people in their seventies you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> people. I mean, back then I was sixty nine. But, like, <laughs> right, right, right. but now that I'm in my seventies, no, it was it was. Uh, I was like, I don't think I need to do the Instagram thing because Twitter was the thing. Right. Mm -hmm. And Instagram and was like, people were just doing pictures and right. shit. And I was like, why the fuck am I going to take pictures of my meal? Right. Anyway, so we got on the show and they were like, you got to get into the social media. And so I did it. And then that's when it was like, oh, people hate you <laughs> and want to want to stab you and punch you in the face and all that sort of stuff. What, and, uh, when, what season did you start seeing that? Oh, right away. <laughs> <laughs> He's like almost immediately. Like, oh, yeah, 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 right away. <laughs> yeah, right away. And but it, but you know the thing is, is as you know, is like you don't really know what the response is gonna be until that shit airs. Right. Mm -hmm. And initially, you don't know if people are gonna like the show, if people are gonna watch the show. Right. And it takes a couple seasons before you go, oh, this is a thing. Right. This is a thing because oh, yeah. this was also like totally new territory for stars. Right. Yeah, they never, they never, they never put out a show like of this. Kind Not of at all. What, what was their big show before? So, well, put it this way: Stars 
whole concept was taking you places. Mm -hmm. And it was like historical dramas. They had like Da Vinci's demons, mm -hmm. the white queen, the Spanish princess, uh, Spartac Spartacus people? was the big thing. <laughs> white queen, Spanish princess, what happened to black people? <laughs> right, right. Well, Black Sails. Oh, I had Black <laughs> Sails, which was, the, which was the pirate show. Um, Not but, the same thing, Shane. Those, but... <laughs> were, those were all, and then Outlander. Right. But, um, but so it was Black Sails, Outlander, and Spartacus were kind of the big shows. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And then, and then I think when they came along and said, "Hey, here's uh, we have this, you know, urban drug drama right. that takes place today," uh, I'm sure Stars was like, "You know what? Well, let's just throw it against the wall." Right. And then it just exploded the stars. It right. exploded them. Right. Power is and, stars. And um, yeah, I mean, I don't know the numbers, but I have a feeling that we're, you know, we've got th like three times the numbers that Outlander has. I, I, we just I, don't have three times the PR that they have. <laughs> right, Yo, their right, PR right, is right, fucking right. insane. Yo, I see it everywhere. I'm like, what the fuck? What a it's PR everywhere. team, man. Yo, I've never met one person that watches Outlander. I'm like, <laughs> we need I, maybe no one watches it and it's all like generated stuff of like, I've never met someone that watched it. Mad Men was that same way. Really? Well, yeah. Like people in the industry watch Mad Men. Right. Mm. It would have like maybe a couple million viewers, I think. Right. A couple million, which is like maybe a hit for them at right, the time, right, right, AMC right. or whatever. Was that AMC? Um, it was, yeah, it was, yeah, yeah, yep. yeah, a couple million viewers for them. They're like, oh, this is great. But those guys all exploded. Right, John Hamm. Mm -hmm. Christina Hendricks, John yep. Hamm, The Handmaid's Tale. Yeah, like, Lizzie Moss. Yeah. Yeah. And and so it's like, that's what's supposed to happen for us now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's yeah, like, what's, what's up? Like, what are we doing? Like, I, I honestly, I think we need to outline the PR team, like, to come fuck with the Ghost Boys. Yeah, I, I'm with it. What's happening? No, outline the PR team, come fuck with the boys. <laughs> we need you. So, so I want you to go from the start of how Cooper Sacks became of, what was the first email inkling that you got of power and... And so someone, the audition process, right? That, but like, yeah. What what was the first thing you heard of it? Your 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 agent? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I had I I think the the way I got into this the 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 mix for this was Vicky Thomas who cast it, who's amazing. I literally just had a reading with her yesterday. Did you really? I swear to God. Yeah. Oh, yeah. she's great. It was insane. I was like, wait. <laughs> I was like, you. She's like, yes. It's I was like, oh, you cast me for power. <laughs> That's wild, man. You know what's funny? He had like an AP on the camera. He's like, thank you. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm gonna good looking. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna jump back into the, what I was gonna say, but just to, just to that point, mm. like I was, I maybe after Power had started, maybe three or four seasons in, maybe maybe it was like year four. I went in and I read for Vicky again, mm. and I was like, hey, I gotta thank you. For, right. for power, it's been incredible. She's like, is that still on? Are <laughs> you joking? Like, I mean, she may have been joking, but it was hysterical to me because I was like, oh my God, that makes sense. Like they, they, they're they, so busy. They're right. casting so much stuff. Yeah. And she only cast the pilot. Right. She like she, she did the pilot. Right. That's where her work, the concrete work, which was the foundation of the whole show. Obviously she did incredible work. Mm -hmm. What? But is then she? she passes it off to, or or they bring on somebody else to do the series, you right. know? Right, but we're going to take a break from the episode and we're going to give away some money because this is what we do. This is the best part but of people, everyone's week is we're giving away money from Moneyline. Yes, Moneyline is always helping the boys out, give back to the people. Don't forget to sign up, okay? Yeah. Download the Moneyline app and sign up using the Roar tag. The crew has it. We're giving away up to $100,000. So every new sign up is another dollar in the jar. We're probably, we're getting there, okay? Yeah, we're getting there. So keep signing up. We're giving away free. If y'all want 100 k just sign up. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's that simple. 
Every sign up is a dollar into the into the job. And everyone wins a hundred k. No, I'm kidding. But you have a chance every time. <laughs> you get a hundred k. You get a hundred k. You get. 100K. <laughs> yeah, from money line, not us. Look, this is how you sign up. You create your award tag, whatever you want it to be, whatever name you want it to be. But use the referral code. The crew has it. Don't forget to use the referral code. That's the only way. And then when you sign up, you automatically enter yourself into the drawing. Every week, we're giving away money. We're about to give away some money right now. And then, at the end of the year, you're placed in the jar to potentially win up to $100,000. 100 bands. No man. brainer. No bands. brainer. 100 okay. Money Lion is the app. It's the go-to money app for everything money. Learn how to do your taxes. You know, Invest. Invest. Look at your account balance. Save. Everything. Money Lion has you covered. They got you covered. If you want the money, make sure you Money Lion. Every time you money, baby. Money line. Be a money line. So look, every other week we're giving away $1,000. You see it in the episodes. We're, we're throwing away money like we're Oprah. So what we're about to do is announce the winners for this week's win. Like, you know what I'm saying? We, we gave away the bag for this week. So we're going to we're gonna announce the winners. Who's our, who's our first winner, Mike? Pierre Milburn. His his, his road tag is what? Uh, Halim24, Halim24. You yeah. won $175, $1. baby. $75, my boy. That's it. All he did was sign up. With the Moneyline app and you little clicks of the thumb and he got a buck seventy five. I mean, how easy could it be? Our next winner is Tavon Davidson with two hundred beans in his pocket. Two hundred. Two hundred. Two hundred. What's his word tag, Mike? Uh, Nikoi underscore seventeen. He's got him a two hundred. Two hundred dollars. Go get yourself some nice shoes. You know what I'm saying? I bet so our third winner is Gilla Rosenberg. How much she how much she won? She won $230. Oh, she running it up. And her and her war tag is Lilla Rosenberg, baby. Lilla Rosenberg, $230. All she did was download the money app. She running it up on y'all folks. Y'all better get in tune. So our fourth winner, Sasha Lalo, she won a buck eighty-five. A buck eighty-five, a baby. Buck, a little calm buck eighty-five. And her war tag was Sasha93. All she had to do, sign up with Money Lion. Simple as that. So our final winner, fifth and final winner. He got a little, he got a little bag to him. Our good friend Robbie Rose. A little two ten in his pocket from the boys on money line. Two you know ten what in his pocket from money line. What's his roar tag? And his roar tag, Rose J. Rose. Boy, one two ten. Two ten. We're giving away money every single week. Make sure you download the money line app. Use the referral code. The crew has it for your chance to win up to hundred thousand dollars, baby. Listen, baby, we giving away money. No, what else do y'all want us to do? No brainer. Back to the episode. But I had I had auditioned for this movie, the Chadwick Boseman, the 42 movie. Right. And Rest in peace. Because uh, I played baseball and I look like a uh, racist white dude. <laughs> you do. And, and you so, do. And so, <laughs> and you so, 100% do. And so when I, I was up for that and I'm, I was got pretty far in the mix. And so I think when, when Power came around maybe a year later, um, I think that's how I got kind of in the mix for stuff. But like a lot of people... I auditioned for Tommy, uh-huh. and I remember reading. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> 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 I'm kidding. I'm kidding. One of the probably the best character in the series. But go on. So, uh, <laughs> no energy, no heat from that. Right? We're just yeah, playing. Yeah, We're playing. Yeah, it's, it's all, all good. <laughs> so the uh, so I auditioned for Tommy, and I I remember reading the the breakdown, the sides and stuff, and I was like, oh god, this really isn't my casting, but right. that shit happens. Right. As actors. All the time. All, all the, time. the time. Yeah. And so you're like, you know, all right, well, this isn't my sensibility, but fuck it. I'm, right. I'm going to throw down and do, do what I do. And so obviously my version of Tommy is very different than Joe's. Please, please, <laughs> please, uh, like, 
Ghost? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ghost, come on, man. Let's do this. You don't have to shoot him right now. Do you? Not today, Ghost. No, no, my, no. I, I, I did as street as I could do, right. but I, but I did it my way. You know? I would like, have, have loved to, to see that that self tape. I was, hey, I'll tell you what. I, I threw down, nice. man. I threw down, and to the point where, I, I went and I read with Vicky for for that first, and then she was like you know, this guy should be in the mix. That's when, then I came back and that's when I met Courtney mm -hmm. and David Noller, who was a producer at the time and set things up. And that's when I, that's when I kind of like really met them and, and felt like, all right, there's an opportunity here. And so even though I was like, I don't know about the, the casting of this and the script, I, I, I went for it. And then of course I didn't hear shit for like three weeks, four weeks. And then they brought me back in for uh, Greg Knox, who is Ooh. Andy Bean, right? Who's awesome. Shout out to Andy, man. But um, the, it's cool though, because I read for that, and I even I read the breakdown there. I was like, kind of this all-American, altruistic sort of like, and I was like, this is more in my wheelhouse, but it's still not quite. But when I got the side, when I got the breakdown for Cooper Sacks, I was like, well, fuck. Right. <laughs> so you knew right away. Well, just because it was like this guy's a. You know, privileged, overeducated, annoying, whatever. I was like, right. "Fucking a! This is what this is what right? This is my wheelhouse." Not by the way. The, I think it's interesting because you have to deal with your casting. Right. Your heart and your passion as an artist sometimes is like, "I want to be that." Right. I, I feel like that's what's in you know. But when you walk in the room, those decisions are made so quickly about like where you fit. Right. You know. And it can be something as simple as how tall you are, how you look, your hair, mm -hmm. your your voice, you know? Right. I, I grew up, man, in a double wide. Right. You know, in a trailer park. Right, right. I'm not I'm not Cooper Sachs at all, but right. Right. but when I walk in a room, people go like Fucking hate this guy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And so, and so, and so. <laughs> Until they have a conversation with you. <laughs> and so, and so, eventually, you just, you just fucking own that shit. And you right. go, all right, this is my casting. And then, and then, you know, when you blow up, you kind of get to be a celebrity. Then that's when you can, I feel like, really start to play with. Hey, I want to try this. And right. people go, really? And you go, yeah, I want to fucking try this. Trust me. And then they see what you can do. But at first. They want to be safe. Right. They want to go walk in the room, make me go, that's Tommy. Right. And then when we got to the table read, the first table read, which was, of course, well, terrifying. Do you remember your audition scene and the audition itself? For, for Tommy? For, for, no, for, for Cooper, when you went in for Cooper. Yeah. So what scene was it? And, and do you remember how it went? Do you remember if it went great, went, it went shitty? Well, am I going to admit this or not? Yeah, you are. <laughs> I mean, I've talked about it before. I just think it's interesting. The, the um, being an artist in this business is is wild. Right. It's w a wild run. You get these fucking incredible highs, and then you're like, oh yeah. shit, what am I gonna do? Yeah. And and that's just life. I was like at the unemployment office. Damn. Having to listen to this this gal, you know, tell me. To, you know, all of us, you're sitting down, you're kind of going, and you, and you dress down because you want to look like, I need a job. Right. And, and then, um, and she's telling you, this is how you fill your things out. This is how you look for jobs. These are the things, you know, and it's just like so demeaning. Right. But you're going, I, I got to pay some bills. Right. <clears throat> got in my beat up Ford Taurus after that meeting, changed into my suit, looked myself in the rear view mirror and was like, dude, shake it off. 
go knock this out. And that was my audition for Cooper Sex. That same day? Right after the, the right after, dude, I went, I literally changed in the car because I wasn't going to wear my suit to the unemployment office. Right. I wasn't going to be like, I'm a lawyer who's <laughs> out, out of work. So I find, I, so, wow. and, and, and that's embarrassing in some ways because as an artist, you know, a lot of times as an actor, you want to put on this front that like, right. that, that you got it made, that you got money, that, that life is easy. Right. And, and the reality is, is there are those moments. I look, I've been through it. Right. When I was when I was like your guys' age, I was killing it. Right. And then you know you go through times where people go, I can't quite figure out where to put you. Right. Mm. Hopefully that never fucking happens. But for me, it happened because I I never looked like I shouldn't say I never looked like I never sounded like I was a college kid. Right. And so when I was your guys' age, they they had me going out for all this college shit like you guys are doing. Mm -hmm. And and I'd walk in and they'd be like, huh, he's great, but. Um, but he doesn't seem like he's in college. Right. Mm. And so then I always, for, I spent my 20s being like a serial killer and a pedophile and, and you know, in, in, a, in a bunch in of shows, different shows. right? No, 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 in life. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, in life. But, you, but I'll tell you this, you, you can't do those at the same time. Yeah, that, on a show and in real life is what you're saying? No, no, I'm saying you can't be a serial killer and a pedophile at the same time. Choose one. Pick a lane. You gotta, you gotta pick a lane. Because there's a lot of work out there. There's a lot of work out there. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> what? What'd I say? <laughs> he said no in real life. So, so yeah, so I was always like the I was always the the killer, the the I mean man, I've been killed and killed so many times on TV, it's crazy. And um and it was a blast and right. I had fun doing it. But it took and I remember my agent at the time when I was at Paradigm, he he said, Listen, and I fucking hated him for it. I fucking hated him for it. But this is a lesson. Right. You still hate him? No, not at all. I love him. <laughs> but but I hated him for this at okay. the time because I was like I twenty I was 20, 20, 25, 26. Right. and he said, "Listen, Shane, he's like you're you're a great talent. You stick with this shit. He's like you're not going to come into your own until you're in your mid thirties." And I was like, "That's fucking ten years from now. Fuck <laughs> right. you. Right. I'm working now." Right. And, and now looking back at my career, I'm like, "That son of a bitch." Right. <laughs> right. You know, sometimes you just got to grow into your your casting and. Right. and you know, you're, um, and, and I feel like that's kind of what's what happened for me. Right. Unemployment line to mansion pulling up in his Tesla. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know, it's a good life for the boy. <laughs> we saw his house. This shit is fire. <laughs> Firehouse. I'm, I'm about five minutes from you guys. Oh, yeah, we're coming over. <laughs> we're, coming to see you. we're coming to see you. We're coming so, over. So, do you remember your audition scene? Who was it with? Um, and, and what was the, the scene itself? Vaguely. I was, it was because I didn't really have shit in the pilot. Right. I had like, mm. and Courtney mm. threw me in the pilot after the fact. I had like one line in there. I was like, said you, were, some you were in the, um, the boardroom? Conference room. Conference I said room? some yeah. shit to Angela. Like right. Just some snarky shit. Mm -hmm. But it was from like scene two, season, I mean, episode two, and then maybe something from episode four. Because they'd already written that stuff. We cross-boarded that whole first season was nuts. Right. So they already yeah. had all that. <laughs> they already had quite a bit of it, I think, written. Right. They must have, because I had sides from two and four, I think. Right. And, um, and I just remember reading the sides and going, yeah, this is... Uh, it was kind of like arrogant, sort of looking down my nose at Angela, I think, mm -hmm. you know? And I was like, all right, well, this is in my wheelhouse because it's what I do in my life. <laughs> right, right, right. It's easy. I don't even have to act. <laughs> He's like, roll out of bed. This is what I do. Roll out of bed, put on the wardrobe, and we good. So, so you got the call, you booked the job. What was that like? Were you like relieved? Was it like just another day? Oh, man, when I, fir when I first got the call, I mean, I was, 
it was, uh, I mean, it's life-changing. Right. It's life-changing. But I will say, I've had so many of those life-changing moments where you're like, this is the thing. Right. Mm-hmm. And then it doesn't go. And so this was another one of those that, that I'm like, okay, for this moment, you, you fucking hope and you're like, yeah, this is my life-changing moment. Right. And then you got to just wait and see. Right. You know, they used to do, they used to do like, they do like 40 pilots or some shit, some of these places. Mm-hmm. And then they pick up like five or six shows. And everybody else that's out there doing all these, I don't know the numbers. I think Sasha talked about that. Right, he did. And I don't, so I don't know the actual numbers, but I know that like they would always, they would, they would always like, you know, order a pilot. And so everybody that does, you hear about it all the time, like George Clooney, I think, he's like, he did eight, eight years in a row, he did a pilot, he never got picked up. Right. Until ER or something, right? Crazy. Well, George got Casamigos now, he's good. He don't need yeah. shit. <laughs> yeah. I got to tell you, and you guys are doing it. It's crazy to me that so many, so many people make their fortune not from what they do. Right, <laughs> right. But from just being smart about parlaying. Right, and using something. their platform. Yeah. yeah. Wahlburgers, F45, Jim, that's Mark. You got- Fucking what, what, what's the other shit? Um, the Rock with your mom. What's his water? Dude, oh, yeah. Beats. Beats. Oh, yeah, Beats by Dre, yes. Yeah, it's crazy. And then everyone mother. was like, oh, I can do that too. I can right. do headphones too. And so then you had a slew of- if everybody had a headphone, right? Um, but they weren't Beats, right? Yeah. But it's like, hey, let's mix. I, even Fifty had some Condoms, had SMS. Yeah. Condoms, Condoms by the SMS, boys. Facts, facts, facts. Condoms by the boys coming yeah. out the soon. The crew has it. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. crew has so it. The crew doesn't have anything. So the thing with their <laughs> condoms, I'm just gonna say this: part of the crew has it. Condoms is that it's missing the tip. <laughs> so the so, crew does have it. Yeah. <laughs> when it's the, the crew, crew hole has it. Whatever got it. that thing is, everyone's got it. Monkeypox is going around the crew. Hey, listen, man. It's moves like summer, man. Bro, there's a heat wave in LA right it's now. It's hot as hell and out here, my bro. My balls are sweating. Bro, profusely. Profusely. So, what are we going to do about this? We're going to call our boys up at Manscaped and we're going to tell them we need the performance package 4.0. Oh, we need that new sheet. We have it all over the crib in every bathroom, every crevice. We have the underwear, which Mike's wearing right now. We got the. It's quite comfortable. We got the lawnmower 4.0. We got that in every bathroom. They got us covered. The boys are smooth in the crib. I don't know about y'all. I don't know what y'all doing in y'all house. Y'all don't got enough performance packs over there. I don't know. I don't know what's going on, but y'all got to get up. Get Get up to pop. I got the ball deodorant on right now. I mean, with this heat wave, you need it. You know what I'm saying? You need it. You know what I'm saying? I I think I got it on too. Wait, let me see. No, he's, he's got, he's got right. it on. Listen, we got a 400K LED light on this drone. Like, you could literally shave in pitch black darkness. In pitch black? If you in the club, pull that shit on out. Do it. No one will even see oh, it shit. because it's pitch black in there. But you can see the lawnmower 4.0. Oh, and it's also waterproof. So, you know what I'm saying? You got a little shorty in the crib. She waiting for you to get mm-hmm. freshened up. You in the shower. You're like, hold on. I don't really got time to get out, dry off, and then do all of this shit. You know what I'm saying? Just grab that bitch right off the sink. And in the pool. Right I in the, the shower. Pool. They, my, hair, my, my ball hair is all over the pool. Yeah, we had to skim a lot of that out. <laughs> yeah. I mean. Yeah, they weren't happy with me. But here's the thing. It's waterproof, so I could do it. Oh, they giving away gifts? They're giving away gifts, baby. We're, dude, we're always giving away gifts. But Manscaped is giving away something special. They're giving away the boxes and the shed travel bag. You need a little travel bag for your balls. Yeah, I'm well, sure. I don't got a Manscaped travel bag. What's this? Yo, what, what are we doing? I mean, that's why we got to call them. We gotta, we gotta re-up. Call our friends at Manscaped. All right, hold on, hold on. Before we give them the promo code and all that, y'all know how I, how, how I come with the manicures. Y'all know how I come. I gotta keep them nice and sexy. It's been a week and a half. I might go do my shits today, actually, now that we're done. But they got the shits 2.0. 
So if you don't got time to go get a manicure or whatever, you can clip your nails with the shares 2.0. Gucci. Now look, we're giving 20% off and free shipping. Because fuck shipping. Fuck shipping. Yeah, so just use the promo code CREW and you're good. 20% off and no shipping. 20% off, free shipping, the promo code CREW. Go to manscaped.com. Go get that performance pack tell 4.0. Tell them the boy sent you. Yeah, tell them the boy sent you, all tell right? Tell them the boy sent Y'all you. Y'all want smooth sacks this summer. None of that prickly, pebbly We got bullshit. a heat wave right now, global warmer. You got to make sure your balls is not evolving. Yeah, nah, we're not doing that. Manscaped, baby. Back to the episode. Right, but yeah, that, that is insane. But like, I think it's it, it's just social media now. Like, you build yourself an audience, you can mm -hmm. create a brand and sell anything, and sell anything. Bro. You could literally sell anything. Bro. Right, you have an audience, you could sell anything in this world. Right, bro. yeah, I just I think that that's the thing. Is wild though is you have to at a certain. And I'm I'm struggling with this because I'm a different generation. You know, right? Like I could be Gianni's dad. I could be your dad too. Yeah, you are my dad, <laughs> daddy. It's you know. <laughs> It's, it's, it is, it's wild, because I mean, fuck, man. When I first came, and I'm not going to get into a whole, like, when I came up and right, I walked right. up a hill, right. I'm not doing that shit, but when we first, when I first got to L.A., there, we didn't even have cell phones. Right. You had a pager, and, and it was on your hip and, like, some stupid clip-on thing, a pager, and you get a 911 or a pager from your, from your agent, and then you pull over to a fucking payphone and, like, drop some quarters, and they'll go, hey, what's up, what's up? You know, going, oh, you got an audition? Like, yeah, okay, what is, what's it for? And then you get a fax, and the fax wasn't, they weren't sheets of paper, it was a roll. It came out, you know, you've seen those rolls right, of paper? Right, right. And you get a roll, and you'd have to cut the slide, and it was all rolled up and crazy. I mean, man, yeah. times have yeah, changed. Yeah, right. People don't even, we don't even print our sides out anymore. Yeah, right, like, it's on the phone. <laughs> it's on the phone or an iPad or some shit. That's even even with, with power, you'd see, it, it, we, we started our table reads. When we started our table reads, they, everybody had a printout. Mm -hmm. By the end of it, people were just like, "Why well, does read this off my yeah, iPad, read off my, phone, my computer or whatever?" Even on yeah. set, you know, they don't even—they barely give us paper size. Like, we got to request them. It's like, "Can I get paper size, please?" Like, what's up? Like, yeah, it's crazy. It's and crazy. Here we are. Here changed. you guys are. You know, you know podcast. Come right, on. Right. Hey, right. Come on. It's come insane. On. It's insane. I love, I love the way it's I'm going. I'm so man. happy for you guys. Too. Thank you. Killing it. Thank you. Thank you. Killing we appreciate it. that. My we appreciate God, that. I'm jealous. Um, Nobody listens to my podcast. How many listeners do you have? I don't have a podcast. It's just your wife? <laughs> He's like, I don't have a podcast. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, I, think, I think what I need for my podcast, honestly, is I need to get a microphone uh -huh. and some sort of recording. Yeah, that's really? almost, that's mm -hmm. very baseline. That's probably stuff. why you don't have any viewers. Yeah. <laughs> if you had that, I'm then you'd probably have some viewers. Right. I know, I'm right. working on it. I need right. a studio. <laughs> right. I need a mic, a mic and a camera. <laughs> so, so your first day on set, what's that like? Who do you see? I was like nine years old. Right. Do you see 50? Do you see anyone like that? You're like, holy shit, or is it just kind of another day at work? Well, in regards to the cast, it was like another day at work. Right. <clears throat> because we, no, we were all like in the same boat. Right. I mean, Omari had a little bit of heat, mm -hmm. um, but like from, a, from being Mary Jane, I, I believe he mm -hmm. was on. And maybe had a few nominations at the time. But other than that, it was kind of like we were all in the same boat. And so I didn't know, you know, Leela. I didn't know. We, I mean, I didn't know their work. Right. Um, I didn't know Joe's work. It is funny, though, once you know once you know people and you start you watching shit on TV. You're kind of like, oh, that motherfucker did an episode of this or mm -hmm. he's in like that. Um, but like Joe, Joe, Joe did an episode of everything before yeah, he was yeah. on. Yeah, and I, it was funny because when I was on the plane flying to new york to shoot my first episode i watched i think jack reacher right mm. and joe was in that yeah and then the next day i was like that's the guy from right that. right but um 
But I know everybody was cool. It was comfortable. If I mean, you have the nerves. You're nervous. Right. I'm always nervous, man. Oh, even for, still on set to to this day. First take. First take uh, of a new episode. Almost every day. Every day. And I think what that is 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 maybe nervous is not the right word. There's a uh, there's a an artist sort of energy of like, I want this to go a certain way. Right. Mm-hmm. And. And so it affects you physically. You have a physical response to it. I don't think I ever want to get to the point where I have zero, I have zero physical response. I'm to, there and I want to kill myself because I miss that feeling. Because mm. I get to say it, it's me and Mike. I'm less nervous because mm. while I'm offset, everyone's coming up to me. Do you need this, this, that? And I'm just like, oh, I'm good like this. Then when the cameras roll, I'm not nervous. Mm. I'm like, oh, I'm, and I miss that feeling, but I think I'll get that again, auditioning again and, and going back in that or doing a new project. I think it's because yeah. I'm so comfortable with everyone on set now yeah. that I'm like, it's everyone like is here yeah. for like to, to do this together. Supposed to when you go to a new set, you don't know anyone. There's like 40 people behind the camera and you're like, ah, oh, they could be making fun of me, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they are. They're making fun of me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, you're right, you're right. <laughs> you're right. <laughs> no, it's, it's, uh, yeah, I just kind of get that. I just kind of get that passion of like, I fucking care, man. Right. I really care about what we're doing. I care about the show. I care about you know how it comes across. And and you know I think that 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 that's one of the reasons I'm still here. I'm right. still I've stuck around this long is because it's always it always has meant something to me. Right. Every mm-hmm. take, every you day. can tell though. You could tell like on set with Shane like. Shane is about his business, yo. Right. Shane is just, Thank you. He's on that shit. Did, thank you. Lie. Did you think, like, it was my time, every episode in power, were you like, fuck, I'm, this is it, this is it? Or did you just confidently go, I think I'm going to stick it out? I, from, once we got into season two, once we got the pickup for season two, and I got asked back. Right. That's when the, like, oh, shit, am I going to get killed off started. Right. Mm. And, it, and, it, and it started because everyone was getting killed off. Right. Like if you look at the yeah, office I that I worked in, that conference room, and the people that I was working with, every year there was just like murder, 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 murder. Right. And I and, and it was kind of culminated. It was funny. I think of season six when I I'm standing I'm opposite to Monique, and she, we're we're arguing about ghosts, and I'm saying some shit like, "Who's the fucking common denominator of all these motherfucking bodies? Right. Lobos of of you know of Angela, etc. Right. etc. Et all these bodies, and and I said, James motherfucking St. Patrick. Right. Oh. And she's like, and you. And I was like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> and it's true. I mean, and then just, every time she said the line, you're like, yeah, <laughs> you're trying to cut her off so she doesn't say it. No, it was just it was just the fact that I the in this in this, I was like in the eye of a storm. Right. I was in the eye of a storm for like seasons. Right. And so every year you you never feel like Am I gonna? Am I gonna survive? Am I gonna survive? Am I gonna get? You know, how's this gonna go? And then the other thing is, is you know, we don't really know one hundred percent until you get the script. Right. Mm. I mean, you. Get, I know that we get those breakdowns at the beginning of the season, but right. you know, should right. be changing in the middle of the season, though. <laughs> right. Should be you know, changes. Yeah. Yeah. That's that. So you get to set, and then so then when do you see like your life changing? You see like maybe you're getting more opportunities acting. You see people recognizing you more. Like what? When do you see power becoming a hit? Uh, I think power becoming a hit. I mean, honestly, for me, it, it was about it was about the chatter. Right. It was like on Instagram and among the cast and stuff. And when you start hearing the numbers, right. 
in the comparison. Right. We had 100 million viewers, I think, season one. Crazy. Motherfuckers can't compare. Oh, my God. <laughs> it, it was a crazy episode. They're going to need to drop I mean, three more seasons. To, to yeah. I mean, <laughs> and then we, and then we didn't we get picked up, I think, after season two, I think we got picked up. Or maybe it was after season three. They just picked us up for two seasons. Damn, that must have been a relief. That's different. So that, Remember so, that? So that, that was four and five? Facts. That is I think fact. it was four and five. They, they just said, That's when your boy came in. You, got another, you, got, you have another two seasons. Wow. Like, so how did, like, this, like, there was no, oh, yeah, we were renewed. We were renewed that for rarely this. happens. Um, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Two seasons, like, in like, mm. yeah. That's, in one shot, and that's so then, crazy. and so, and and then you know when the billboards start going up, right? And um, and it's you know I live in LA, mm-hmm. and so it's not as big of a show in LA. It's like not. I get recognized, people, whatever. But you you can go around and be pretty anonymous right. in LA, right? But in New York, it's like can't go anywhere. Forget. About I've taken about four pictures since I've been in LA. Yeah. Honestly, I also I also <laughs> think it's because people also because it's LA and no one yeah they see everybody they see no everybody. one gives so a fuck, a fuck. like we, literally we go out to to the bar and it's like oh there's fucking Dylan O'Brien you know there's like the, so no one cares everyone's just like chilling it's like to a point where I think that's also a thing but yeah also the show's way bigger and in New by York. the way I think that. I think I, I like that about LA too. It's the best. That's I one like of my that favorite things. And I also I also appreciate myself. I appreciate me <laughs> right. when I when I fanboy internally right, about right. somebody right. and I don't do anything about right. it. Right. Yeah. I'm right. like And then I go, I'm a nice person. Right. I'm a good person right. because right. I saw him or her and, and I, I let them, them go. Right. I didn't say shit. I didn't right. do shit. Right. I didn't make them life. uncomfortable. They, they, know, they know that I know them because they caught my eye and yep. I was like, and then I but I just let it go. And yeah. as soon as they saw me look at them, I'm like, Yeah. No, like Stallone. I saw Stallone recently Yeah. At, at, at the um, no Frank Stallone, <laughs> yeah. like, no Tom Stallone. <laughs> well, Frank's his brother, yeah. <laughs> who who's, who actually is, is up there. Like, anyway, I was at this place where where they frequent. A lot of people frequent there. Um, not too far from you guys, where you guys are at. And and Stallone was there with his family and uh-huh. stuff. And I was like, oh man, his daughters do a podcast right next door. Yeah, his daughters. Beautiful. Hey, take it easy. <laughs> I just said beautiful. Oh, you mean the podcast is beautiful? No, yeah. I mean they're beautiful. <laughs> Sistine, hit me up. But um, they're probably going to cut that out. They're not going to let me do that. But go on. Uh, me, and, me and Gianni are twins, actually. Yeah, we're twins. So we want to take you out to dinner. <laughs> Dude, take it easy. So, so anyway, my point was is, is I mean, it's fucking Stallone. Right. Man. And I'm a huge fan of his. But, I, but I'm like, I'm, what am I going to do? Right. Let it go. Right. Mm-hmm. And... But I also appreciate that there are people out there that don't let it go. Right. But you have to think, for every person that stops you, mm-hmm. there are probably another 50 that let you go. Right. True. That just shows you how, it's, that shows you how in New York, it's huge. Because you can't walk around the streets hardly in New York. Right, it's quiet. Right? You every can't walk block. around the streets. <laughs> every block. Like, yeah. It's quiet. It's and those, are just, and those are just the people that stop you. Right. Because yeah, yeah. there are other, so many other people that are going like, God, that's it. And yep. then just keep moving. Right. And I, and, and I actually touched on this on my Instagram like a minute ago because someone saw me and they like they took a picture of me from mad far. And, the, at the airport. At the airport, Houston, I think it was. Yeah. And I was like, I was like, bro, like if you see me, just like come up to me and say what's up. Like, don't do some creepy shit and just like take a picture and then tag me and be like, oh, I saw you earlier. Like, <laughs> what the fuck? Like, right. come up and say what's up. I mean, like, I'm not going, I'm not gonna be like, watch out. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to say get the fuck out of my face, but other than... I actually am so appreciative. I mean, I have not... Just I have me not got... It makes me feel like you're trying to get the drop on me. Like, what you doing? Like, <laughs> what you trying to do over there? <laughs> 
Yeah, yeah, it is because it also makes you think like, oh my god, people are watching me like this. Yeah, it's like oh. who the fuck else is watching me taking pictures of me right. from mad far and sending it to whoever the fuck when you're like, eating. Yeah, taking, I'm like, you know, yeah, like picking your nose or some shit. Right. Yeah. People taking pictures. You picking my nose. Yeah, the only time I ever am like, I it's like when I'm out with a fire girl and I'm like, is anyone anyone gonna come up to me? <laughs> Got to throw the hoodie on. Got to throw, that's what you want. Yeah. You like pay people. No, like, I put my hoodie me. off. I oh, put yeah. my hat off. I'm with a fire girl and I'm at dinner. I'm like, is there any? Can I get something? Where's the waiter? And they're like, oh, that's him. And I'm like, fuck yeah. No, I'm kidding. Gianni, Gianni, I bet, pays people <laughs> to come up to him and go, like, oh, my God. Yeah. I'm so, I, I'm, I know oh you're eating. I'm sorry, yeah. but, like, I'm yeah. never going to see you. Please, please, just take a picture of me, please. Yeah. But they <laughs> fuck up. They go up to me. I love you on force. And I'm like, fuck. This is not me. I'm not Tommy. I'm not Tommy. I'm not Tommy. Damn. Uh, fuck. But, yeah. So, so it's a hit. Everything's going good. Do you do you see more opportunities happening? Are you like are you doing starting to like get more heat from the industry or like h- how did that go for you? Uh I mean a bit. It's it you know, I'll say this, man. I'll say this. It has it's tricky. And this isn't a boohoo thing at all. It's just it's just reality. Right. It's tricky being like a really hated individual on a show. Right. Because it affects things that affect our business. Like it, like I'm just being real. It affects my Instagram. It affects my engagement. It affects right. how people relate to me. They don't go like, oh, here's an actor who I like what he's doing. They go, I fucking hate him. Right. Mm-hmm. And so that blurred line, that those blurred lines between like actor and character are, I think it's amazing. I love the hate. And I love the fact that people can reach us and communicate right. to us. I think that's, a, in a, you know, when I was a kid growing up watching like the A-Team or some shit, I'd never think like, oh, I can reach out to Mr. T. Right. Or like, you know, face and be like, hey, man, oh, I love what you did in that episode. Mm. It's like, what? Right. Yeah, that is true. <clears throat> and so now people can like watch something real time and be like, fuck you. <laughs> and you and you can be like, leave, leave him alone. People always tell me, leave Tariq alone all the time. <laughs> right. That you was know, get all off the Tariq's fan nuts, questions. Man. Get that off was Tariq's every nuts. fan question. Why are you such a dick? I'm like, what the? <laughs> yeah. Every single question. Like, why aren't you dead yet? Like, literally, dude, I'm like, Jesus, you are this, crazy. But exactly, this is my life. Right. <laughs> this is my life. I it. only was doing fan questions. I can't imagine being you. I'm like, get that away from me. <laughs> so, in, so in answer to your question, I think, um, you know, just realistically speaking, based on the show and the, char- the characters we play, you, that's something you take into your career as well. Like Joe is going to, because he's Tommy, right. is going to have more of those outside opportunities based on Tommy. Kind of like Ozark. Yeah. Like he played kind of a, not a similar character, but it was also like, you know, a street. Uh, uh, the point is, is that people, you know, it just allows you to, well, put it this way. Here's 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 what I'm saying, and again, this is not a boohoo thing. It's just being real. Right. Like no one was saying like, oh, uh, Cooper Sacks is gonna be at a club this weekend. Let's go fucking party with Cooper <laughs> Sacks. <laughs> You're not doing a hosting at Taboo Miami. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> nobody's going. Nobody's like making it rain. And there's no asses popping in front of Cooper Sacks. Yo, we have to do that one. <laughs> yeah, we have to take that. Come on. We have to, bro. That's so funny. I didn't people, even think of people that. People would probably get nervous. <laughs> like, make sure I'm going like, what's that guy doing here? Right, right, Is he going to like arrest me? Right, 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 right. Peyton's not Dude, going to doing, you, Peyton's I'll, not I'll going to doing a booking. <laughs> we joke about it. We're like, hey, we should go do a club. I'm like, yeah. There'd be like three people, be like our family members going like, hey, guys, we had to pay to get in here. I'll be like, don't worry, I'll pay you back. <laughs> 
<laughs> so, so here's an example. I'm not going to say what it was, but somebody reached out to me <laughs> just last week, and they, I got this offer to do um, to do something on a, on a on a news channel, right? Where they wanted me to come on as a guest and um, and talk about um, you know prison reform. And, and, and what I, and and I was like going, and they had a whole breakdown of the things that they wanted to ask me and sort of talk about. And I was like going, wait, what? (laughs) Like talk about the prison industrial complex and prison reform and my thoughts on it and what I think that what direction we should go into. And and I was like going, I mean, I have ideas and thoughts, but like, I'm I'm an actor. (laughs) I'm not a, I'm not an assistant U.S. attorney. Like what's happening? (laughs) And this is a reputable <laughs> no, that is news organization. Hilarious. What are your so, opinions on this? Yeah, I was like going, hold on a second. But so anyway, so, so some opportunities. Right. But more than anything, what it's done, what it's done is it allowed it's allowed me and a lot of us on the show, if we've taken the, the you know, and I wish I would would have taken more opportunities to when I had time right. to be like writing creating, mm-hmm. producing. And I've done some of that stuff, which right. is very, very rewarding. But um, but it's what the show has done for me more than anything is it's allowed me to sort of take, it's allowed me to take care of my family. Right. It's allowed me to take a breath. Cause uh, you know, the ups and downs of a career, you know, we've, I've known more than you guys cause I've been at it longer. Mm-hmm. You know, I started back in professionally in like '96. You guys were you born? Nah, that was the year I was born. <laughs> I was four years before me. Yeah, yeah. So when you were born, and before <laughs> you know, you before you were born, and when you were born is when I sort of that's when I did Saving Private Ryan. Was like damn back in '96. We should we should all watch that together at the house because he's never seen it. Oh, it's crazy! Yeah. It's crazy. I mean, that was my first. Game. I didn't have a ton to do in it, right? But it was like three weeks in Ireland shoo- shooting oh, that Ireland. beach sequence right. um, with Tom Hanks and like all those, all those guys. That Insane. cast was incredible. Vin Diesel was kind of right. like his, you know, big thing, right? And but working with Spielberg right out the gate. It's, and it was all yeah. like from there, <laughs> you know. <laughs> but I was still in college back right. then. I was still in college. But anyway, so so yeah, so so now I I think the thing is is like I, is grinding, right? Getting into the grind. That's why I really respect you guys, man, because you guys are like hustling, yeah. You know, hustling and, and parlaying, and that's the thing is is like whatever you have, whatever traction you have, you know, people that are out there thinking like oh, I need, you have to just take whatever heat you have, right? And, and parlay it into the thing. You don't have to be in they don't have to be in your position, right? In order to do this, mm-hmm. now, granted, it may not be at this level right out the gate like you guys. That's incredible, yes. but you build to it, right? You build, you build an audience, and you know, like that's, you, that's you, you mentioned Gary V recently. Like, look at him, man. He was doing ridiculous videos, selling wine and stuff like that, right? And now he's he's got ten million followers, and he just Thanks. raised fifty million dollars for some. Yo, Gary I mean, V, let me get a dollar, my boy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yo, we, met, like, we actually met Gary V and um, when we was at the the hockey game. At the Ranger game, mm-hmm. did we? Mm-hmm. That was him. Yeah, he was like he like I said, "What's up to him?" Like he didn't fucking know who I was. Oh, <laughs> I did. I was, see like, I was like, "Yo, right. Gary Vee, what's up?" He's like, "Hey, but yeah. <laughs> he's like yeah. trying to buy the Jets. Right? Yeah. Yeah, 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 is he? He, he wants to. That's his oh, dream. Yeah. That'd be fine. But anyway, but my point is, is he's somebody that just that just didn't let shit stop him. Right. And that as an artist, as a, as a dreamer, because we're dreamers, right. you know, we dream of shit, and you just gotta like not let shit stop you. Right. Not let being poor stop you. Not mm-hmm. let being hungry stop you. Right. 
not let location stop you. Right. Because all of that shit is really you stopping yourself. Like, Fuck yeah, When man. you think about shit like that, it's really you stopping yourself from, from, from getting further. Because no matter where the fuck you are, no matter like what's going on in your situation, like, you can make something happen as long as you believe in it. 100%. Look at like Tarantino, who's working in video stores, writing you know scripts. Right. And working in a movie store, you know, Blockbuster or some shit. Yeah, Robert Rodriguez making his first movie with like two with with like VHS tapes and recording and then putting pause and then putting the next tape in. I mean, what? come on, yeah, yeah, man, insane stuff. That's yeah. fucking crazy. Yeah. And that that to me, yeah, that gets my that's, blood going. That's, that's when crazy. I go. I want to do gorilla shit. Right. Like right. I want to get. I want to. I don't want an insane amount of money. I want a little bit of money to make some fucking wild gorilla shit mm -hmm. and just right. go. Give us some equipment. Let us go out with an awesome script and great actors. Right. And just like fucking make some wild, yeah. wild shit that people get into sure you don't have to go you don't have to spend a hundred million dollars to you know, every movie doesn't have to be the avengers right but now it's so much as you know people have their the florida project or, or not the florida project uh tangerine that was the um that a24 movie filmed on an iphone inter, inter, filmed on an iphone internationally distributed um crazy reviews like it's that director that did florida project he also did um oh yeah yeah i know yeah. about this yeah so it, oh no on, a, on an iPhone, like there's so much in our own hands that we can do these days. It's like, look at this. We just did this because we wanted to. Literally. So as artists and creators, like that's a good thing to know. Like there's back in the day, you know, back in the 30s when Shane started, like you couldn't. It was silent still. We didn't even, you didn't even hear our voices. <laughs> right, right. It was like in the 30s. Right, right, right. They had to like, they had to actually have <laughs> a live piano shit. playing during the movie. <laughs> it was black and white. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, you, everything, you just had to wait for a studio to tell you you could do something. You had to wait for a director to choose you now you can it's 2022 kind of, all the resources are literally right here right yeah because you well you used to you used to shoot on film right you know and like student films a lot of times and then you know 16 millimeter but films were shot on 35 or 70 right but usually 35 and that shit's expensive yep it's expensive to shoot Print, it's expensive you know like what we do now you fuck up you go back and you go hey let me take that back yeah. like on 35 it's different. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. different. Yeah. You, you, you know, you're going like, oh shit, I take it back. They go, dude, you just cost us like four grand. <laughs> that fuck up. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah, it, it is kind of cool. You're like, it forces you to just get on your shit yeah, and yeah. do the best you can do. Right. Literally. Like. Take 20. Right. So, so how did you like first get into acting? Like, we covered some power stuff. How did you like kind of be like, oh, I want to be an actor, or you knew that you wanted to do it from, from the start? Like, or fuck Cooper Science. We actually were shame. I don't even know if I want to tell you. No, now, see, this is all the good Stuff nah, we want to know is the stuff that you don't want to say. Gotta put us on. Man. I'm gonna admit some dark shit though if I admit that. it was because yeah. of a girl. No, put it this way I think I was destined to be an artist uh -huh. from the time I was, I was young. You know, mm -hmm. my friends were all artists, they were like painters and you know, um, writers and, and geniuses in, in their own respect, right? But I was like the outlier being that I was in acting. Um, I I didn't you know when I first got into acting there was um, well because it's interesting you know right. you can sometimes you can turn dark shit into into a positive right but when I was uh, young mm -hmm. a guy a teacher came along and was like hey I think you should do these plays mm -hmm. and with me and I was like oh, I don't want to do your fucking play <laughs> and um, he was like. He was like, well, you know, just, well, what would you be comfortable doing? I said, well, I don't want to have any lines or anything. Fuck that. Right. What am I? And so he's like, well, no just way. come and try out for the thing. And so I said, nah, I don't want to try out. And he's like, well, here, let me just put, so he just put me in a play. Right. Just like being a character in a play that didn't have any lines. Right. 
I was actually like, it was, it was your good man, Charlie Brown. And I just rolled across the stage. I was like tumbleweed. I was like, I was Snoopy's <laughs> cousin, tumbleweed. Right. And then, he, and then, um, and then the guy that was playing Snoopy got shit canned. Um, which I didn't. He, he was got like, fired. He was like fifteen. He got <laughs> yeah, fired. Like yeah. fuck you, kid. Yeah, you're, you're out. out. You're, you're out. out. Shame. I so tell. You're in. Right. I so tell. And so then I was like playing. This is a tiny little farm town that I'm from, by the way. Right. But the and so then I played Snoopy in this thing, and that's what took off for me as I was like, oh my god, I love this, and I got accolades, and I and I've seen, by the way, the girls were like freaking out, and I was like, oh, this is money this is right. awesome now i've seen tapes of it i was terrible right right i was fucking terrible right. but at the time at the time right. and in my town the bar is low i don't know <laughs> right, right, i don't know right <laughs> but but the uh but but the thing that was wild is that 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 the um and this is the thing that's uncomfortable to admit but the guy that was the guy that got me into this shit was molesting me Holy Silence shit. takes over the studio. Yeah, so this guy, this dude groomed me and molested me for like years. And so he he kind of got me in, my foot in the door with the, with that shit. Right. Which it tainted acting for me for right. such a long time. And I found myself in my 20s going like, man. And then this guy ended up getting fired and fucking sh you know, he ended up getting shit canned actually. Right. Um and they came to me and they said they said, "Hey, uh, did did anything happen with you?" With this guy because we know you guys were close mm -hmm. and i was sitting there going man this shit's gonna haunt me right i was like at this time i was maybe like 14 right and i was going this shit is gonna haunt me and i want to be a big star and if i'm a big star i'm sitting i can imagine sitting down on the couch with johnny carson who was who was a guy that had a late night tv yep. show <laughs> back in the day <laughs> and um <laughs> And he's and so they're gonna say, so we understand that you were molested by yeah. this guy. And I was like, fuck no. And so they said, did anything happen to you? I said, no, nothing ever happened to me. Jeez. He would never do that. What are you yeah. talking about? He's great. And so I just fucking just glossed over for about a decade. Damn. And just once he was fired and out of my life, I was, I I just kind of, man, I just kept it moving. Right. And then when I found myself in L.A. Um. I found myself kind of like sabotaging my career. Right. Because part of me felt like if I'm successful, that motherfucker's out there somewhere taking responsibility for it, thinking right. like, oh, I made him a star. Right. I mean, you know, it's, it's, it, it takes a, a, a fucking, once I, once I realized that I was sabotaging my career and that, right. it, that it was about him, I was like, man, I got to take this out of this motherfucker. And thing. what sense were you sabotaging your career? Like you were like fucking up auditions, you weren't going to shit. Like what, like what is that to you? I think in that realm, right. I think I never really, I never really put my myself out there as an artist, as an as as an actor. I wasn't doing. When I get an audition, I wouldn't go full tilt. Right. Mm -hmm. I would go, you know, I, I would just kind of half-ass try. Right. Mm -hmm. And so then, if I didn't get it, it'd be like, well, I didn't even try anyway. So fuck it, I don't care. Mm -hmm. But if you really fucking go for something, and right. you put your all into it, and then you don't get it. It hurts. Yeah. Right. Different. So you were avoiding that type of shit. I was avoiding that shit, but I also think that on the other side of that, I didn't really want I didn't it was weird. I didn't it wasn't like a conscious thought like I don't want to I don't want to work, I don't right. want to be successful. It was kind of like I don't want this guy to feel like he's the reason I'm working. And made me a star. You know what I mean? I wanted to be like this if I'm going to be a star, it's because of me. <laughs> right. And but he's the one that discovered me, right. you know? Um, 
And so uh, getting getting past that shit and then dealing dealing with the the ramifications of that, like having girls go, but so you're gay? And I'm like, no, I'm not fucking gay. Right. I was molested. There's right. a difference. Right. <laughs> being being groomed by a guy that's, by the way, it was probably my age now. Jeez. Uh, molesting somebody who's my kid's age now. Right. But 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 it really, and I think this is true no matter what your trauma is. Everybody has trauma. Right. Whether mm -hmm. it's growing up, not being popular, being picked on, being abused, being molested, being fucking raped, God forbid, or anything. Man, the, the, the percentage of people in this world that have gone through some dark shit right. is so unfortunate and so outrageous. Right, it's, it's fucked high, up. Bro. I mean, we're talking probably most people Right. have dealt with some shit. So I'm not trying to act like, I don't feel sorry for myself. Right, I right. don't feel like I went through some shit that, that, that makes me special or right. makes me like a victim or some shit. I don't feel that way at all. Right. It was really just, I had to go through that process of taking ownership of mm -hmm. myself and what I was after right. and kind of going, no, dude, fuck that guy. Right. And by the way, if he's at home going like, yeah, I knew it. I knew it, you know, while right. he's biting into his steak. Big rich That's town. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Shane Johnson. He's at home all creased up, dancing he's like, naked <laughs> to like Big Rich Town going, I'm waiting for I that just name. came from the forest park. <laughs> he's the only person at your host. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. He shows up. He's got like uh, you know uh, rings on his like nipples, a, a chain between them, and he's like, "I'm here. I knew you'd make it. I knew you'd make it." Oh my god, I can't laugh at that. It's so funny. Um, and he's like, "Come on, just for old time's sake, one more time. Just one more time, Daddy." Um. Anyway, so that aside, um, you know, I think I think really kind of getting to the point where I where I kind of felt. This is mine now, right? And I and and believing and kind of getting to the point of going, hey, I, I, this is what I'm destined to do, right? I'm a fucking storyteller. I right. love writing. I love acting. I love teaching. I love mentoring people. Right. I love helping people. Like this is that, that's how I'm built. Right. And fuck this guy for right. taking advantage of somebody who was, you know, who who wanted to, who wanted to, he he saw that I was a dreamer, right? And that's what he played on, right? He preyed on. You know, he he saw I was a dreamer and he came in and he's like, hey, you know, if you do this, if you do that. And and it was all from the standpoint of 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 like me being an artist. Right. <clears throat> He'd be like, Well, if you really want to be an artist, you can't have inhibitions. Right. And that's how it starts. Right. I'm just telling you that's the playbook if you guys are interested. <laughs> right, in right, 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 right. That's how you approach it. Right. I, off camera, right. off I'll give you guys the playbook. Right. All right? Right, right, I, right. I have it written down in the car. <laughs> right, right, right. But no, you, you're hundred percent right. And honestly, like like I really want everyone to know how, like how instrumental you have been for me in this universe, in this world, as an actor, as everything, like, you have sincerely helped me so much. Um, even after Table Reads, I'll call you, like, you really have been there for me, and, and I really just want to, like, uh, say how much I appreciate you as, like, you know, like, a mentor, a father figure, like, everything, like, I, I really just want to sincerely thank Thanks, you. Thanks, man. You because, came over to Thanksgiving. Right, I did. <laughs> me and my ex-girlfriend, we won't talk about her, but we came over for, <laughs> for Thanksgiving. Yeah, that was fun. And, yeah, we had a good time. I, I, I you just welcomed me into your home and your family, and I sincerely appreciate that. Like, All right, let's get into some fan questions before this goes off the rails. <laughs> um, Didn't it go off the rails a while ago? <laughs> Shane, I want to let you know, if we cut that, there's about 40 minutes out of the episode, so... 
it's the ball's in your core if you want this to be a 15 minute <laughs> episode. It like starts off, you're like talking all of a sudden the end, you're just like this, and you're like, what did we miss? <laughs> well, you missed you a lot. Any other, did we have any other questions, any other things that we needed to cover or no? We we have fan questions okay. for you that that's why I didn't want to ask a lot of them because there are a lot of fan questions in here that do cover like power stuff. Um, so Copapas, another one. I don't even look at the names. I just circled the questions that I like. Do you see any differences between power um, sacks and ghost sacks? And if yes, what are these differences? That's a fucking great question, by the way. Well, it, you know, and in, in, to answer that, I'll say this. I feel like Courtney, God bless her, has been so amazing. The best. In regards to... First of all, giving me a job and a mm -hmm. career here. But um, also, she she every year has layered Cooper Sacks. Right. She's given him more problems. She's given him more colors. She's really helped me by see. I guess by seeing in me like we, you know, I, she inspires me, and um, and I get to kind of add more and more turbulence and more fucked upness and more, you know, levels to the character every right. year. Right. Like it started off pretty one note. Mm -hmm. I basically was a thorn in Angela's side. I was fucking with her. I was giving her a hard time and shit. Right. And then um and then it developed into, you know, me being like wanting to take over the joint. Right. And then having friends there and then seeing the loss around me and how I deal with a loss. And then moving into ghost, having like a love interest. The family. A family, you know, and all of, the, and then, and then, and then the thing that's cool there is you got more to lose, right? And every year there's more to lose because the character has more depth, has more colors, mm. and and there's more to lose, you know. Right. There's more to lose for me as a care as the there's more to lose for Cooper Sacks. There's also more to lose for the audience, you know. You get more and more invested because yeah, they see character. your family, they see right. everything, and once they see like they well, see Riley, that motherfucker. Yeah, see, and that's another thing is they bro. they made me kind of like in a genius way, really, kind of made me a father, right? To see that that side of Cooper Sacks to to Riley because I had this. She obviously is not my daughter, but she's family. Right. She's my niece, and and it's the closest you see Cooper Sacks coming to being like fuck. Right. This is like, and then and then the that love interest thing. Dynamic. I love that shit. Yeah. <laughs> and then fire. yeah, and then the the love interest stuff. I feel like brought out a whole other side. Of Cooper Sacks, where he was had this vulnerability with Riley too, but right. with with where where it was like you could see that he was trying to be like business, right, and just like friends with benefits, co colleagues with benefits, mm. but then it was like he's he's feeling some shit, you right. know, right, and um and I I, lo I love that, right. Can, can you can you talk about the, the the sex scenes real quick with 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 Peyton, like the the love scenes that you had, because I know that you, we've had this conversation that you actually brought like a depth to it, where you kind of wanted Sax to be like this, uh, you know, interesting guy with his sex life, like, I, and actually, always thought it was really interesting, like the way you you did that. Yeah, well, you know, a couple of things. So, so to start with, you know, you get it when you find out you're getting a sex scene. Get boldo. You get on those roids, baby. Yeah, I wish. <laughs> um, but I. So what so what happened for me was I I would uh, when I found out that we had these these intimate scenes. Mm -hmm. First off, you know I was also just pretty much kind of getting to know Peyton, right. so it was kind of trying to get on the same page with her, right? And kind of go well. When you look back over Power, you guys have talked about it on here. There are some incredible sex scenes, yeah, glamorous, mm -hmm. like you know I don't want to 
the the Omaris who's just Omaris like, beautiful every, tracks. Yeah, he's I'm like sorry, fucking hand right. hand painted. You right. know all this sort of shit, and so. And they're and they're kind what of the mean, way they're shot and the music and it's romantic and it's right. like people are rewinding it and watching it again and going you know getting off to it or whatever they're doing. <laughs> right, right. Um, but for me, I was going okay. If Cooper Sachs is gonna get naked and right. have sexy, first of all, the audience is gonna be like, "Why the fuck are you showing me this? Right, right, right. This fucking guy." Right. And so I was like, "Okay, so I got to turn that on its head. Right. First of all, I got to be in shape. Right. So I was like, I got to get in shape for this." But then I also was like, I don't want this. I'm not going to do the romantic sort of sensual, lovey sort of thing. I'm like, and so I got together with Peyton and with Courtney and we talked about like, what, if these people have sex, how do these people have sex? Right. With their damage, right. with their lack of, of, of ability to connect with people. Right. How fucked up is this relationship? Right. And how fucked up is their sex? Right. And so that to me was like, how kinky can we get? I mean, I had, I had things that were you so had, much further. You had Cooper Sacks and a ball gag, right? Oh, dude, not far from that. Wait, really? Oh, yeah. I was like, what? I, well, here's what I thought. I was like, what if in the first one, I was like, what if Cooper Sacks just has like a fucking bloody nose? Right. And we don't talk about it. Something just happened prior to this, and they're fucking like crazy, and he's just bleeding from his face. And you know some dark <laughs> Was shit. Was Courtney like, okay, let's fucking chill out? Yeah, of course, <laughs> of course. She's like, she's like Shane. No. Right. But I was going like, how awesome was that? Right. Because then you're going, oh, my God, these guys are freaks. Right. Like, what um, the fuck? You punch and then they clean shit? up, and then they go, and they put on suits, and then they, you that know. interesting. I'm like, that's why. It's like Billions, kind of, how he's getting yeah. peed on and strapped on. That kind of shit, where right. I was like, how, and, and then I also feel like that's something that is a story right. you can hook into and go, okay, I'm interested in this, because it's not just glamorous. It's not just like, look at these bodies right. and look at them. It's like, these people, these right. fucked up people with their history and all the shit that they have going on. And this is the way they express themselves. This right. is how they fucking, this is how they, they bleed out, literally or figuratively, bleed out their damage right. from life. This is how they vent. You know, some people drink, these people are fucking kinky. Right. And to me, I thought that was hot, I thought it was wild. And so we, we included that in, in all of you know, the intimate scenes we've had. Right. We kind of are like, okay, what's this one about? How do we, you know, right. why, what, how can we make it weird? Like, I think at one point we're just, we had just finished having sex and I was like, well, he's got the bed sheet around his neck and he's fucking, has just been choking himself or some shit. And I'm like, yeah, it, that's what Cooper Sacks does. Holy shit. I love that. <laughs> that's though. the only way I can get hard. <laughs> right, 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 right. <laughs> that's the only way he gets up. Like, right. Got to choke him with the bed sheet. No, I, there was such I an need some, I need thing. some help. Right. Cooper Sacks has ED. Right. Shane is great. Right. We'll, 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 we'll link you up with our friends here at Bluetooth. Oh, yeah, we got Bluetooth. We got the Bluetooth. <laughs> and the Bluetooth ad. <laughs> no, no, no. Um, I love that, though. Thank, thank you. I appreciate it. Uh, the next question is by It's PYT. She said, if you could add or take away one thing Sacks has done in power or ghost, what would it be? One thing that Sax has done in Power or Ghost. God. Is I, it being truth with a gun in your hand while letting Tariq see you with that shit? Or what? Yeah, because <laughs> that, that was kind of like... <laughs> I mean, I guess in terms, of, in terms of getting caught with some shit, that definitely was, right. um, was uh, a fuck up. 
yeah. that that led well, to, and that was interesting because that led to leading into ghosts. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Like, if that kind of owned me, yeah, for that, a while, yeah, you know, uh, because I'm like, yeah, yeah. seeing you with the gun. Seeing yeah, the seeing me with the gun, um, kind of gave you some ammunition. Actually, so filming that scene was insane. That scene, that scene where I tell you that I like everything, like like I saw you with the shit, and you're gonna tell, like you're gonna tell them this and that. That scene was insane. Anthony, the way he, the way Anthony walked me through that scene was fucking insane. That was the pilot of Ghost. Yeah, yeah. pilot of Ghost. And I, I was fucking tired that scene, bro. I was cooked. I don't know what the fuck. And like Anthony just put me to the side. He was like, I don't know what he said, but I was like, oh fuck, I'm tripping. Then I just was like, nah, fuck this. I gotta, <laughs> I gotta lock in. And then, then yeah, Anthony just just walked me through that shit. But back yeah, to you know, you you um. You know, you put it to me in that, in that, because I, I went from a power position mm -hmm. of like going, I got you, to you saying, hey, because uh, that was when you said, hey, can um, I need some water mm -hmm. and some shit? And then, some, some, and then, and so you sent somebody sent out the, the room. Yeah, to get some water. I said, please. Just... And, then, and then when we were in the room alone, he's like, basically, okay, here's the deal. Yeah, I was crying and all that. I'm like, please, get some water. As soon as he leaves, all right. Got you, motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> What's yeah. up? Nah, yeah. yeah, literally. So and then and so then then she walks back in the room or whatever. I don't remember the exact scene, but it was basically like I had to, I was owned. Right. You know, right. I was owned. I and so then that kind of like led to that's really where Ghost took off for me. Right. And then that's when we basically were working together. Yeah, we. Yeah. You know, I was kind of like facts. you know trying to cover for you and also kind of trying to still keep some shit going, right. some investigation going. I mean, it was like that balancing act. You've been, you been in some tough situations, my boy. Yeah. <laughs> um, last question from Adriana Ioko, and she said, what was the most fun, exciting scene, fun slash exciting scene to film for you? Um, well, I, I'll say that, uh, before I say that, I'll say this. We're, I've had so many incredible casts people cast members to work with right and cast people yeah yeah what the fuck was that yeah. <laughs> cast members to work with i mean going all the way back from from leela and, and naturi and um i never really got to work with omari right but um barely worked with joe did joe and omari were there were they the ones that put the bag over your head was both yeah. of them or was it just joe no no it was both oh, of it was them. both of them but yeah. like that's one scene right in six seasons that was so cool that's that one scene dope. right um, I had, a, I've probably had a handful of scenes with Joe, but you know, we couldn't cross paths. Right. If we cross paths, that's game over yeah, for right. somebody. Right. right. For somebody. But, but, but man, from, from to working with, uh, with Andy, with David Fumero. Mm -hmm. Sung, Sung's oh, the yeah. Sung. I need. Fucking I John want Sung Rock. on this show so bad. Yeah, he's the man. Right. And, right. and 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 those. I mean, all three of those guys are just incredible to me. And then getting to work with Method Man this la these these last three years is it's so been, dope. He's incredible, right? And just and the energy that, that that dude brings to he's set. He's, man. He is indeed that guy. Man, that he's the guy that like I'm going. I, I get jealous, you know, because mm -hmm. I'm going. How does he bring this? Right. Mm -hmm. He shows up. We show up at the same time. Same energy, walking, we get set, and like he just lights up, man. Right. And he just, he knows everybody. He's mm -hmm. just enthusiastic. He, he infuses energy. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. and I'm going, man, man I need to like... get on my rap game. You gotta just get the microphone so you can podcast and you can make that album. Yeah. But yeah. that, but that, <laughs> but that, uh, to answer that question, my, 
favorite scene was probably that that scene that started off uh, that you're talking about, where I start off, I'm jerking off to some like lesbian porn. And they fucking kick in the door, my pants around my ankles, like I'm pleading for my life. Right. They put a bag over my head, you know, all all that shit was that was the most fun. That's mm. gotta be on your reel, that scene. That, huh? that was I, I that don't, scene's I, unreal. I, I need to put together. Yeah, that scene was uh that scene was great. And and it was Bart, so we, sh you know, by the end of it, my neck was like. Right, right. It's so funny. Everyone who comes on this podcast is like, Bart just 900 takes. But he gets but, what he wants. Yeah, he that's wants. the thing, though. Is, good is, I'll tell time. you this. When, you, when I walked out of that scene, in deference to Bart, it was like, I, I was confident. Right. Mm -hmm. I was like, we got that. Right, yeah, he gives you that. Like, you're, like, you're like, there's no way there's, there's not at least one of these that aren't golden. Like, yeah, because sometimes, sometimes you'll, <laughs> sometimes you'll leave the scene and you'll be like, like I don't damn, know. Why, why the fuck? I'm like, right. damn, I should have did this. And they already like turn around. They already on to the next. And movie. you're like, it's fine. You, so okay. you just keep it moving. Mm -hmm. But but sometimes you're like, and they're like, hey, so I'm happy. Are you happy? And you're right. kind of like, well, I'm not gonna be that guy that's like, give what? me three more. Yeah, right. you're, right. you're just like, everybody wants to fucking go home. And right. Yeah. <laughs> so you're just like, no, no, it's cool. Let's move on. But Bart mm -hmm. would be like. I, you know, and so then that also gives you the opportunity as an actor to to play mm -hmm. and to go. Let me try and find something. Let me get. Uh, we already got that. Mm -hmm. My favorite is when a director will say, "Yeah, we got hey, what we needed." That's the best. That's man. the best. When a director's like, "We <laughs> yeah. got what we needed." Now just do you. Do oh one my, for you. That's why Braden is here. Best. That's, That's why Braden is here because a director came up to me. I was a fucking co-star, and she came up to me and was like, "We got we needed the was next it, two takes." Was it, was it? Her name was Amy A I M E E. Man. No, Amy no. Cohn. I don't remember. Uh, I gotta find her exact name. She was incredible, and um, she uh, she just kind of let me play. She was like a French director, um, and she was the one that said whatever. And I improved a fuck ton, and then they loved it, and that's what made it. Yeah, Th right. those are the best. Those are the but best. I even be here even, even if you're not improving, even if it's just like okay, I can like try loosen this up, try right. some other shit, different type right. of action, um, say a line a different way, like right. yeah, anything. The slightest change could make the biggest difference. Yeah, and those little sometimes those little like nuggets that end up in the in the show. Show, you know, right? And you see it, like, oh yeah, yeah. I did that. Yeah. Thing. I did that. You're like, why didn't I do that from the beginning? Yeah. Right. right. There's it so happens, much. Though, there's you so find much freedom. Right. There's so much freedom when a couple of things. There's so much freedom when they say this one's you. Just do whatever we got. What we need. So you're like, all right, this doesn't even fucking matter. Right. I can fuck this up. <laughs> right. And there's a freedom in that. And then and then the other one is is when they when at the end of a take, they don't cut. Right. Mm. And you know when you kind of get the vibe from the director that you're like, this guy doesn't, or this girl right. doesn't cut. Right. And mm -hmm. so um, they want to see if they just want to let you play at the end of a tape. Right. And so the the scene's over, but you still and you're going. just there. Right. And so then you just kind of play and so and find some stuff and you know sometimes you get some some magic out of that. Right. I can't wait to, to when we recap because we're gonna have you back on for for recaps for ghosts. Um, season three. If I they let us do it, yeah, right? I, I think I think they will. Uh, please. Um, please. But I. Uh, uh, there's such funny stuff with Mike that I want to talk about <laughs> when the scene happens and then we can talk about like the back and forth stuff after we cut because I'm curious what makes it because we don't know what makes it until the episode airs. Yeah. yeah. So I'm fiending. Yeah. I'm we'll fiending. See. We'll see. But we love you, Shane. Thank you so much for love coming you guys on. Too, man. Um, and plug what you got. You know, plug plug your Instagram, your everything. Please follow Shane. Like, you guys are haters. Come on. I don't fucking hate Cooper Sacks, man. But I don't want any love. I got, we got to maintain right. hate. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> That's my brand. Right, so follow right. him. Y'all can still hate him, but at right. least follow That's him. That's my brand now. Right. At least follow Hatred. him. Right. If you're going to hate um, him, at least follow him. It's, it's because I'm old and I didn't know that I could do something cool. It's Shane underscore M underscore Johnson. <laughs> and he also Instagram has a booking in Houston, Texas next week. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. <laughs>
<laughs> Go throw I'll some be at ones Hooters. on them. Right. <laughs> having lunch. I'll be at Hooters having lunch if you want to stop by. Maybe get a little picture. <laughs> little and titties, you <laughs> by the way, I charge $5 for a picture now. Right. Yeah, right. I, I need it for my kids. So they're going to private school. We might so. be up in a price to 10 soon, so get your shits while you can. <laughs> but um, Michael Rainey Jr. on Instagram and Twitter. Where's 22 on Instagram as well. Also, it's TikTok. Um, yeah, the boys are here. And yeah. Yes, sir. Gianni V. Paolo, Instagram, TikTok. Uh, make sure you follow the Where is 22 vlogs. We're oh, at yeah, the Money Line House. Oh, yeah, we got the Money Line House. We at the Money Line House, baby. We We're making content. House. We got vlogs coming out. So make sure you subscribe. We have a ton of like Mike's doing some bookings. We got a lot of stuff coming out. Oh, my so. birthday coming up too. Sheet. I think this episode will be right before your birthday. Yeah, yeah. it's right before my birthday. Yeah. All right, so if you're watching this, wish me a happy early yeah. birthday. Yeah. Happy birthday. <laughs> Give us one, Mike. Thanks, baby. He, he was the first person to say happy birthday to me, so. So like I say, <laughs> but, um, the crew has it, baby. Yes, sir. The crew Shane has it. Fucking Johnson, baby. and you have it. Thank you so much, Shane. Yes, sir. Woo! That was fun. Damn, that was fucking. I'm not gonna dope. lie. This is gonna be the. This is gonna be the.